Urban Stories Practices of Urban and Social Innovation in Europe. Urban Stories promotes good practices of grassroots, culture led urban and social innovation processes across Europe. All cases are members of the Trans Europe ALS Network, representing Europe as a whole, from north to south and from east to west, and with different lifespans. Each practice is explored through research carried out in 2021 under the Project Eureka, European Urban Regeneration Knowledge Alliance, funded with the Erasmus Plus program. The good practice of this episode is communitism, a social experiment aimed at the revival of an abandoned cultural heritage building in Athens. Communitism is a social cultural space located in the neighbourhood of Metaxorio in Athens in Greece. It is led by Anastasia Dorida, known as Natasa, an architect and civil engineer who fell in love with the neoclassical buildings in the area and wanted to do something with them. In 2015, she applied for a grant to create a social cultural centre within an abandoned heritage building. She was selected to do two months training in a German social cultural centre. She then reproposed her project as an experimental social process structured around three cultural events aimed at mobilising three different communities. Although she did not pass the second phase of the programme, she decided to go ahead with the project, bringing together various people and resources. The first event took place in 2016 in an abandoned building in the neighbourhood. The owner of the building agreed to lend it to them, hoping to find ways to pay off his debts. The event focused on hosting the activities of creative professionals such as craftspeople, designers and architects from around Athens. The audience was made up of local artists who then got involved in the communism team. During the first event, Natasa was approached by the co-owner of a neoclassical building located in a run-down part of the neighbourhood. Once they had come to an agreement, the team started using the building despite some hesitations due to the presence of brothels, drug addicts and organised crime in the area, and the fact that the other co-owner was a real estate developer from the Oliaros Development Company. Communitism launched an open call for local artists to run workshops in the space. In March 2017, they held their second event hosting 16 artists from the neighbourhood. The third event, which took place in April 2018, expanded to international artists living in Athens and abroad. Afterwards, they formally established an association to keep the space running. Natasa became president and at first ran the project horizontally, with a weekly open meeting to share information and make decisions. In the following years, the team gradually started to use the whole space, which included a self-organised cultural programme and hosting the activities of external organisations. Communitism gradually became well known and fostered links with other national and international cultural spaces, also becoming part of Trans-Europe Palace. The ground floor of the building hosts a gallery, cinema, maker space, clothing donation space and an enterprise incubator. These spaces are run by members of the community and host public events. The first floor is mostly used for internal activities and includes a community space, 
two terraces and two artistic residences and rehearsal rooms. Over time, two groups were formed, the broader community of the project and the team. By community, we mean the people taking part in the activities of communitism, such as artists and makers, audiences, young people and refugees attending music projects, and the queer community who organise and attend drag cabarets. With team, we mean instead the group of professionals engaged in organising activities and guiding the strategic direction of the project. Between 2015 and 2020, most operative decisions were taken in the weekly community meeting where people proposed their ideas. Following some internal difficulties, this approach was revised in 2020 with a more closed governance model based on a board of directors. Natasa became the general secretary with other people taking on the roles of treasurer and president. At that time, communism introduced a sociocratic model with various circles managing different tasks and dedicated to building works, marketing, communications, coordination and the project's mission. Communitism is not supported by national or local cultural policies and so is self-funded, covering its costs through events and activities. These are occasionally supplemented by grants, mostly from foundations or European institutions. The host building has two co-owners. The first is the Oliaros Development Company, with whom communitism has no agreement. The second is an elderly couple, with whom they have an agreement that in exchange for the use of the building, the association will commit to its gradual restoration. The contract states that if the building is sold, communitism has to leave. But although Oliaris is trying to sell it, the price is above market value. The building is also listed as a heritage building, which limits the possibility of changing its use to something more lucrative. For this reason, the members of communitism are fairly confident that the building will not be sold anytime soon. The association has managed to gradually make the building usable, fixing some issues related to its decay. Its spaces have a rough DIY finish, giving the idea of possibility. Members of the community can modify it and make it theirs, whilst also respecting its heritage status. Thus the building is not treated as a museum, but as a living organism. Due to its non-commercial nature, it is very accessible. It is possible to attend events for free or for small donations, the bar is cheap and the weekly meetings are open to all. As there is a diversity of communities and activities in the space, people have the chance to establish connections. This practice of diversity fosters cooperation and challenges stereotypical images of the other. Since its beginnings, communitism has focused its attention on the communities living in the neighbourhood. Although its existence has not reduced drug use or prostitution in the area, it is an innovative cultural space which is accessible to low-income audiences and thus should help in limiting the gentrification process. While not newer to European level, a socio-cultural project that is self-managed by the community is innovative in the Greek context. Communitism is a bridge between the hardline political vision of leftist groups and the lukewarm vision of social projects. The main challenges reported by team members are related to internal human relations. Initially, the team struggled to understand each other and to develop shared perspectives, which was probably exacerbated by the fact that people came from different countries. The team members are aware that these problems are inherent in communitism's idea of itself. 
They are something to be embraced, constituting its main challenge, but also its beauty. The project also struggled to agree on what team members were expected to do. In 2020, following an internal disagreement, most of those who disagreed with the project's direction left. Since then, communitism has been more explicit about its vision and the obligations of its members, and has made new members go through a specific process of integration. It is also committed to using non-violent communication techniques and mediation whenever there is a problem. Financial and administrative management was mentioned by team members as a difficulty, particularly in relation to the administrative requirements of being an association and the need to raise money. Relations with the owners of the building have also been difficult. Firstly, because the Oliaris company is trying to sell the building, and secondly, because communism's efforts to escape pre-established definitions meant the owners were not clear about the project's purpose, which impacted their trust in it. As the project picked up steam, it required a huge amount of unpaid communication work. The restoration and maintenance of the building also took up a lot of the team's energy. This workload affected team members. The project's team members also need to build on their professional skills. While learning by doing is an effective system for acquiring skills in the development phases of projects, in later stages, more frontal forms of training are required. However, the communism project has ultimately flourished thanks to multiple facilitating factors. The first is the halting of the gentrification scheme began in the neighbourhood. The main reason for this was the 2008 crisis and the chaotic real estate ownership structure in Greece, in which there are often multiple owners of a single building, making it difficult for real estate developers to manage gentrification effectively. Other processes already active in the neighbourhood created fertile ground for communism. For all its negative aspects, the gentrification scheme improved public spaces. At the same time, the influx of creatives put the neighbourhood on the map of the Athenian cultural scene. The team's knowledge and skills were also fundamental. This was particularly the case with Natasa. As an engineer, she was respected as a professional by the building owners, and her experience abroad as a result of her initial grant was considered as a recognition of her value as a cultural manager. The members of communism expressed both optimism and pessimism about the future of the project and its effects on the area. Given the multiple crises that have affected Greece, the members of the team see an even greater need to stabilise the project. To secure continuity in the use of the building, communism wants to buy it. They have already talked about it with the couple and are exploring the fundraising and governance aspects of existing European models for common-based real estate. The quest to make communism stable is intertwined with efforts to halt the gentrification process and to put a stop to the expulsion of other spaces and groups from the neighbourhood. And so, as part of its vision for the neighbourhood, communism is developing its outreach strategy to other communities and working on the idea of acquiring a network of five buildings for civic use in the neighbourhood, which would include socio-cultural spaces that would be self-managed by different communities. The current Communitism Association would play the role of matchmaker between communities and buildings, supporting and training them in managing the spaces. The hope of the Athens local government is to see this idea of cultural welfare replicated in other neighbourhoods.
We could say communism puts into practice the saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Its emergence was helped by problems such as the financial crisis, the gentrification of the neighbourhood, the abundance of crumbling spaces, the lack of funding, the arrival of new communities and the lack of spaces ready for cultural use. Natasa and the team were thus able to design a concept that leveraged these situations of disadvantage to create an innovative model for a social cultural centre. This episode is based on research carried out by Francesco Campagnari at IUAV, University of Venice, Italy. Urban Stories is edited by Melting Pro for the European Urban Regeneration Knowledge Alliance Project, funded under the Erasmus Plus program. Sound design by Simone Coliacomo and Fabio Zona. <laughs>